Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 256, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of, and please be sure to share the podcast. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's the great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you'll receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week where I break down step-by-step processes to master your mindset and practical growth tips. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. We're living in a world full of distractions, one dominated by technology and accessibility, leading to constant fragmentation of our time and concentration. These interruptions and distractions have eroded our ability to see and listen to the things that truly matter in our lives. Daily, this costs us more than we think. So what are some things that we should start listening to. Why are these more critical than the things we're listening to today? Number one, listen to your curiosity. We are all born with curiosity. However, as we age, we shift from this curiosity 
to knowing. And this means we hit a learning plateau. And we hit this plateau because we feel the information we have is adequate enough to get us by. But in a world that is shifting at lightning speed, curiosity and learning are essential. See, curiosity makes our mind active instead of passive. It puts us in a position to ask questions and search for answers. This puts our mind in a constant state of activity. And just like working out a muscle, this ensures our mind is getting the necessary reps. Curiosity also makes our mind more observant of new ideas. This is because when we're curious about something, our mind expects and anticipates new ideas related to it. Without curiosity, ideas pass right in front of us without us even realizing. And this is because we're not prepared to recognize them. Curiosity also opens up an entirely new world and possibilities. It allows us to see things which are normally not visible because these new things are hidden below the surface of normal life. And in order to see those things, we need to engage curiosity because a curious mind is one that looks beneath the surface and discovers new things. Curiosity also brings excitement into our lives. When we are constantly curious, our lives become anything but dull or routine because there's always things that attract our attention. We live an adventurous life. So the question remains, how do we develop curiosity? Firstly, keep an open mind. Be open to learn, unlearn, and relearn. Some things we know and believe might be wrong. We should be prepared to accept this possibility and change our minds. Next, don't take things for granted. If we just accept the world for what it is, we push out curiosity. We need to dig deeper beneath the surface of what is around us. There's always more than what meets the eye. Next, ask questions relentlessly. In order for us to get beneath the surface, we need to ask, what is that? Why is it made that way? When was it made? Who invented it? Where does it come from? How does it work? What why, when, who, where, and how will become your best friend as you become curious. Next, don't label anything as boring. Once we do this, we close a door for ourselves. That door holds possibilities. We need to see that door as a possibility to an exciting world. Even in the moments where we don't have the time to explore behind that door, we at least leave it open for the future. Next, we need to see learning as something that's fun. When we see learning as a burden, we enable ourselves to avoid 
learning. When we think of learning as fun, we naturally want to dig deeper. And lastly, read a diverse array of books. This ensures that we're not living in just one world. It introduces us to the possibilities and excitements of other worlds, which might spark further interests. One easy way to do this is through reading diverse kinds of reading. We can simply pick a book or magazine on a new subject and let it feed our mind with the excitement of a new world. Our minds are too powerful to let them sit idle. We need to let curiosity stretch the borders of our minds. Number two, listen to people that inspire you. We feel more fulfilled when we actively learn from people who empower us to think bigger and take action. Let's look at the word inspire. It comes from Latin and means to breathe in, which is fitting because we don't just observe from a distance. We inhale and embrace inspirational messages. Inspiration awakens us to new possibilities by allowing us to transcend our ordinary experiences and limitations. Inspiration propels us from apathy to possibility. It also transforms the way we perceive our own capabilities. And inspiration, most of the time, it gets overlooked because of its elusive nature. To some, it even seems supernatural. What's interesting is those that are inspired share similar characteristics. Studies have shown that inspired individuals are more open to new experiences and report more absorption in their tasks. They also have a stronger drive to master their work. Inspiration also acts as the springboard to creativity. If you look at patent-holding inventors, they report being inspired more frequently and intensely than non-patent holders. If you look at writers, inspired writers are more efficient and productive and spend less time pausing and more time writing. Inspiration also facilitates progress towards goals. In a study, college students were asked to report three goals they intended to accomplish throughout the course of the semester. They reported on their progress three times a month. Those who scored higher on the inspiration scale displayed increased goal progress, and their progress was a result of setting more inspired goals. The study concluded that people who were generally more inspired in their daily lives also tended to set inspired goals, which were then more likely to be successfully attained. Now, this inspiration could come from many different places. What we need to remember is that inspiration is merely the surprising interaction between our current knowledge and the information we receive from the world. And this information can come from watching or listening to a speech from Michael Jordan to a leader in our professional lives to an inspirational book that we can't put down to become personally 
inspired. The best we can do is set up the optimal circumstances for inspiration. We need to consistently put ourselves in a position where inspiration is a flip of a page, a click of a play button, or an upgrade of our environment. An easy first step is simply recognizing the sheer potency of inspiration and its potential impact on everything that we do. Number three, listen to your fears. Fear is a good thing. And no, not for the reasons you might think, like keeping us out of harm's way or stopping us from being emotionally hurt. A healthy dose of fear gives us the motivation to achieve the things we otherwise wouldn't. Think back to studying before a test or practicing before a big game. These things most likely pushed you to study harder before the test and practice harder before the game. When our bodies sense fear, our sympathetic nervous system is activated. And this triggers a wealth of things. Our blood pressure and blood sugar increases. Our muscles start to prepare for violent movement. Our heart and breathing rates increase. And the thinking part of our brain switches off. All of this to either prepare us to fight or take flight. Now, the danger here is when we let fear control us. Because that overwhelming rush of fear makes us afraid of fear itself. And when this happens, we can end up gravitating towards coping mechanisms. We end up becoming self-critical. We start to hate our fear. We end up becoming ashamed of it and our other feelings. When fear directs us, it helps us to identify opportunities and warns us of risk. However, this direction can be overdone. And when this happens, we start overthinking and end up only doing the predictable things. And here's the danger. We become full of self-doubt and choose comfort over challenge. This stops us from ever feeling fulfilled. The key is that we leverage fear as an advisor. When fear simply becomes a commentator, we can decide whether to take the advice or not. We need to place fear in a new category, one that sits with all of our other emotions. Because when we place it in the category it belongs, we can call upon it when it suits us. And I want to be clear, the idea is not that we lose our fear. The idea is that we control our fear and turn the volume down when we need to. So, you may be wondering, how do I then control fear? First, recognize and identify your fear. Make a list of what you want to achieve in terms of your health, wealth, love, family, and other aspects of your life. Draw up a 30-day, a 90-day, a 3-year, or a 10-year plan. 
Then think about what fear is telling you about achieving each of those goals. Next, understand what specifically triggers your fear. Maybe it's people, places, times, or spaces. Think about the physical symptoms you experience. Identify how you react before, during, and after being triggered. Avoidance simply prevents us from discovering whether a risk is real and robs us of a learning experience. Next, have some self-compassion and welcome fear. We can't blast ourselves for feeling fear. We can't try to block it. These things only make it louder. And remember, we are trying to turn the volume down. In order to have a healthy relationship with fear, we need to treat it with respect and compassion. This ultimately allows us to care for ourselves. Lastly, separate your fear from yourself. Reflect on your own life. Draw a horizontal line and on the left, write down the date that you were born. And on the right, write down today's date. Mark out five-year chunks. And above each of those marks, write the important events that happened in each period. Below those marks, write how these events shaped your fear. And afterwards, ask yourself, are there any patterns or themes? Are there stories from your childhood that have carried to the present day? Are these truths? This allows us to examine how fear uses the past to tell us about now, rather than evaluating now from a less biased viewpoint. All of this means that we are able to use fear to unlock our potential. Number four, listen to your truth. This one is the hardest. The fact is, our inner truth is always speaking. The issue is that most of the time, we're not listening. It sits below layers and layers of mental noise, habits, and distractions. Listening to our inner truth is about getting out of our own way. We sometimes complicate things by thinking we have to come up with the answers, moving too fast to be present, letting the past and future consume our attention, leading with shoulds and have-tos, doubting what we know to be true. The idea is that we discover ourselves, and we can achieve this by stopping. Stop analyzing and agitating your thinking. Stop spinning in doubt and frustration. Stop doing what doesn't bring you happiness. For a moment, let's step away from all of that. For a moment, let's stop barreling through life at warp speed. Let's start listening. Our starting point is to inhabit the space of not knowing. Then be quiet and listen. And don't worry if your mind goes crazy. Simply be present and available to what arises. Next, notice what is your body communicating in its own special language? What insights 
spontaneously appear? What do you realize that you have been ignoring? Expand in openness and receptivity. Let go of anything you might expect or hope to hear. Allow anything to show itself without judging it. Now, after all of this, it's hard to say what's next. That's all up to what you discover and hear. Maybe the change you need to make will become clear. Maybe you will see that resting and doing nothing is the best path. Maybe your urge to defend will slip away. The idea is that we let ourselves be surprised by the capacity of our natural intelligence. Then, we simply let it guide our actions. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into four things you should start listening to. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a legacy division.